Today is Wednesday, April 13th, 2022, and if you mess with the bull, you get the horns. And that's what the Biden administration is finding out about Texas. A lot of longhorns in Texas and a very long bus trip. And migrants are being dropped off in D.C., just as Greg Abbott promised. That's right, the first Texas bus dropped off criminal illegal aliens blocks from the U.S. Capitol in D.C. this morning. That, as CNN Plus reportedly draws fewer than 10,000 daily viewers. We have a lot of fun with this one. And New York Lieutenant Governor Brian Benjamin, 45, resigns his office following criminal corruption charges. Bill Maher and Joe Rogan take a hammer to the modern-day Democratic Party and says they're going to get their asses kicked in November. We agree. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. We're going to show you some exclusive pictures. We're going to take you down to Washington, D.C. It's a Fox News alert. Remember when Greg Abbott said in Texas that if the federal government is going to drop migrants off in Texas, we will provide them free bus rides to our nation's capital. That is a bus with two or three dozen migrants on board. Uh, we believe it just rolled into Washington. It just rolled into Washington. I think they initially wanted to uh, drop off the migrants at the U.S. Capitol, but I think uh, as close as they could get would be near Union Station. I, I, I They're being processed on the bus. They're being processed. Kinda, They're inside yeah, right now. It kind of looks like a Columbus Circle right there. So uh, that is what uh, Jen Psaki referred to as, well, that's just a publicity stunt. No, it's not. That's not going to happen. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it is happening. Greg Abbott, the governor of Texas, is sending busloads of criminal migrants to Washington, D.C., dropping them off a mere block away from Nancy Pelosi's office and right in betwixt the offices of Jen Psaki and Joe Biden. That's right. It's happening. It's real. It is occurring as we do this podcast right now. The buses you saw there in the cold open, the clips of the migrants being released into D.C., and they get told, have a good one. Ha! We can't can't believe it. I used to work on a cattle ranch in Iowa. Not a lot of them, but this place was a farm, and they had cows, and they had pigs. It was a great farm called the Kaufman Farm, and there was an old, elderly, World War II grandfather veteran who used to say, you mess with the bull, you get the horns. There's a lot of bulls in Texas. The Biden administration has been messing with Texas far too long, and that old maxim is true. Now the horns are coming out for the Biden administration, and they will see the true result of their own policies. We want this to happen all across the nation. Every single red state governor should be saying, hey, you want a free trip to the nation's capital? Come aboard, and then swap the entire city with their own policies. It's time for these people to live inside of the filth that they've created for the rest of us. It's biblical, actually. If you look at the parable of the prodigal son, you'll note that the messed up kid The kid who had all the problems really needed to live with the slop. The pigs eat out of the pig's sty in order to find the error of his ways and in order to reform himself. Some people need to just live with the horrific consequences of their actions in order to be jolted awake and in order to know that they have gone down the wrong path. And this is a prodigal son moment where the criminal migrants who enter this country, and we call them criminals because it is illegal to enter America, 
without being invited in by a federal or official office, that you are a felon based on the laws of this nation if you remain in America, and that the people who are allowing this criminality are living in Washington, D.C., thousands and thousands and thousands of miles away, miles away from the border that they are desecrating and the places that they are making horrendously unsafe for the rest of us. These are the times that try men's souls, biblical times, every headline you read, everywhere you look, uncertainty and scary world events that are destabilizing, frankly. I mean, have you checked in on your food prices or gas prices lately? How about inflation? Even President Biden says that in regards to food shortages, it's going to be real. And you're starting to see that happen now. Friends, inflation continues to skyrocket and it will hit your bank account. It already has. 8% of your dollar has been evaporated and probably much, much more. Don't wait until your dollar is worth less to start thinking about protecting yourself. Buy something of actual worth. Gold and silver from Birch Gold. They've withheld the test of time all the way back into the ancient days. Right now, Birch Gold can help you convert your IRA and 401k into a tax-sheltered account in gold and silver. Get started right now. Text Benny to 989898. With thousands of satisfied customers and an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, Birch Gold can help protect you. Text Benny to 989898 to begin protecting yourself with gold. So we certainly approve of this move by the governor of Texas, Greg Abbott, and let's read the article about it from Fox News. A bus from Texas arriving in Washington, D.C. Wednesday morning transported dozens of illegal immigrants as part of Texas Governor Greg Abbott's new plan to counter federal immigration policies during the ongoing crisis. Abbott announced last week that he was directing the Texas Division of Emergency Management to transport criminal migrants released from federal custody in Texas to the nation's capital and other locations outside of his state. The bus pulled up at approximately 8 a.m. local time. This is real. This is happening. Blocks away from the U.S. Capitol building, Fox News has learned that the bus came from Del Rio sector of Texas after coming up from the United from coming to the U.S. from Colombia, Cuba, Nicaragua, and Venezuela. Nicaragua, Cuba, Venezuela, Colombia. Wow. All over the place. Upon the bus's arrival in Washington, D.C., individuals disembarked one by one and family units exited together. They checked in with officials and had their wristbands that they were wearing cut off before they could go. Greg Abbott making good on his word, having a spine of iron and defying the Biden administration who said that he can't do this. Jen Psaki, you can't do this. The president's little propaganda minister out there, her head her hair growing and glowing red. He can't do this. He's not allowed to do this. That's what Jen Psaki said. Well, he did it. Listen to Greg Abbott making that promise last week. To help local officials whose communities are being overwhelmed by hordes of illegal immigrants who are being dropped off by the Biden administration, Texas is providing charter buses to send these illegal immigrants who have been dropped off by the Biden administration to Washington, D.C. We are sending them to the United States Capitol where the Biden administration will be able to more immediately address the needs of the people that they are allowing to come across our border. 
So according to Texas law enforcement, Abbott's plan is already working. The agency told Fox News on Monday that many of the communities that originally reached out for support from the Rio Grande Valley say that federal government is stopping dropping immigrants in their town since Abbott's announcement. What do you know? Tail wagging the dog. Mess with the bull, you get the horns. So how it worked is if you cross the border illegally, Border Patrol essentially picks you up and brings you to a Texas town where they Dozen let you loiter and let you, I mean, you have, you have no home. You're not from here. So you're going to have to eventually get out of the state or out of that area in some capacity. This is leading to overcrowding, crime surges, drug surges, and all manner of horrible things happening to these innocent idyllic Texas communities. Some of these people are some of the best people on the planet. I've spent some time on the border. We gotta, you, we gotta support our Americans on the border. They are being overrun right now because of the Biden administration and their criminality. I personally believe Joe Biden is going to be impeached for this, but that time is months away as Republicans still need to gain power. If you want to stop the lawlessness, vote Republican. But it turns out that the federal government is now stopping from bringing the criminal migrants into these vicinities, neighborhoods, and towns. They are saying, holy cannoli, we don't want to have them all bust to Washington, D.C. My God, we we don't want them sent here. We don't want them to be hanging out around Jen Psaki's private school where she sends her kids. We don't want them to be bothering Nancy Pelosi in her entire giant column of escalades as she travels through Washington, D.C. for her hair appointments. No, God, no. Jen Psaki has said that this is a publicity stunt and that Greg Abbott doesn't have the right to do this, that the immigrants would have to agree to travel to Washington, D.C., and Greg Abbott just proved that they're wrong. He called their bluff, and you get the horns. The agency said that each bus has the capacity and the supplies necessary to carry 40 migrants each released into Texas communities to Washington, D.C. Abbott insists that the federal government is failing to adequately address the situation. President Biden recently announced that he would be rescinding Title 42, which is used to expel migrants swiftly due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Oh my goodness. Ladies and gentlemen, how wonderful would it be to have our own migrant caravan to the nation's capital? Make it impossible for people to get to work. Make it impossible for the people on Capitol Hill and inside of the administration to get these policies passed based on a collapse in D.C. And let me tell you, as a former D.C. resident of 15 years... That is a city already crumbling. This is a city that cannot take one more person on the registration doles of which the government needs to care for. I assure you, they cannot care for the people that they currently have under their stead in Washington, D.C. The city is in collapse. I used to live in a very bad neighborhood. Many welfare recipients, many housing uh, application recipients that were living in rat-infested and cockroach-infested disgusting drug houses that the city of D.C. paid for. They were crumbling in. You know, my neighbor, two houses from me, had a branch fall on his roof and it crashed through his ceiling and the city of D.C. did nothing about it. It just rained into his house day and night, night and day. Very, very wet, swampy environment in D.C. because D.C. is built on a swamp. It rains like every single day in the summer 
and that dude just had rain pouring into his house. He still doesn't have it fixed. There's a giant hole in his roof. DC can't take care of the people inside of DC. It is a teeny little city, and they still can't handle the capacity that they have. And so if you bus 100,000 migrants to Washington, DC, it's going to break the place. And maybe that's what we need. What's the first thing you do in the morning? I know it's a personal question, but I think it's relevant. The first thing I do is roll over and look at my phone. You probably are like millions and millions of Americans and you check in on your favorite websites, apps, your favorite creators. And what if you woke up every morning and they weren't there? They were deleted and erased on the internet. This is the reality for millions across this country every single morning because, well, big tech hates us. That's just the reality. They hate your host right here. I mean, listen, guys. They don't want our worldview to be platformed, and so they come after us. And that's why it's important to build a new internet, a second internet. And there's only one company out there that's doing it, RightForge. RightForge is the internet company devoted to American values and free speech. They're on the front lines against leftist cancel culture, and they're even helping bring President Trump back online by hosting Truth Social. So move your site, your domain, anything that you value online to rightforge.com, the real American internet. Go to rightforge.com now to get started. Support a company that supports free speech and more importantly, supports you, your right to speak as an American. Rightforge.com. Go now. Not to be outdone, Ron DeSantis is saying, hold up, hold up, my boy, my boy. Uh, I don't think you're going to be the only person that gets in on this busing train. We in Florida shall be busing ourselves, and we ain't going to let Texas have all the fun. Ron DeSantis says that the funds are in place to bus illegal migrants out of Florida. That's right. This is according to the Post Millennial. Ron DeSantis, governor of Florida, says he's planning to transport any illegal immigrant in Florida by the Biden administration out of the state. According to Newsmax, spokesperson for DeSantis's office stated that the transportation for migrants who entered illegally into the United States out of Florida were included in the governor's recent budget recommendations. Additionally, the state legislature proposed $12 million for Florida Department of Transportation to remove illegal immigrants from the state and relocate them. According to the spokesperson, the, legislat- the legislature delivered on the priority along with many of the governor's other priorities to protect Florida from harmful impacts of the border crisis. DeSantis has proposed sending the migrants to Delaware or to Martha's Vineyard. (laughs) Delaware, Joe Biden's beach house and Martha Vineyard, Barack Obama's beach house. Other progressive states will also be receiving criminal migrants from Florida that were sent here by the Biden administration in blatant violation of federal immigration law. According to the governor's office, it is not the responsibility of Florida to subsidize aliens to reside in our state unlawfully. We do not consent to the Biden's open border agenda, adding that the state will have access to the funds appropriately for relocating criminal migrants. And DeSantis says the new budget will be signed on January 1. So get ready. During the remarks this week, DeSantis said that he will be sending illegal immigrants who are dumped in the Sunshine State, dumped is a quote, to sanctuary states like President Joe Biden's home of Delaware. DeSantis, who railed against the Biden administration's termination of Title 42, also previously had given his administration the ability to bar people from entering the country during the health crisis. The state of Delaware is already utterly and completely overrun by criminal illegal migration. My wife is from Delaware. Her family is from Delaware. They've been farmers in Delaware for a very, very long time. Entire communities are now just in, just Guatemalan, right? 
There's a lot of chicken manufacturing that goes on in Delaware, a lot of chicken farming, and they employ almost exclusively uh, illegal criminal migrants. And Purdue manufacture Purdue is a uh, large manufacturer, farmer, chicken farmer. There, the vast majority of chicken in America comes from Delaware and these massive plants. And these entire communities in Delaware, these little idyllic communities, have been utterly transformed into, again, like little Honduras or little Guatemala. That's what the that 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 is a major problem for many many people inside of the state. It creates a lot of crime. It creates a lot of problems. It creates an impossible situation for law enforcement. There are many law enforcement officers in my wife's family, and ladies and gentlemen, it is truly a crisis in the state of Delaware. They don't want hundreds of thousands more criminal migrants in their state. Ron DeSantis and Texas are doing it and making this a reality that the people who made these laws and these rules will have to live with these laws and these rules. I hope a shanty town pops up right around Joe Biden's beach house, his beautiful beach house. I've been there. I've driven down the street. Boy, it's in a primo neighborhood. It's beautiful. You won't believe it. Joe Biden's beach house has a wall around it. Isn't that interesting? Joe Biden's beach house has a massive wall around it. Wow. Wouldn't it be nice to see a little shanty town, right? Created on the side of that wall. Just put a lean-to up against the wall and let's see what happens. A wall for Joe Biden, but no wall for you, your community, your children, and the property that you want to protect. Make it hurt. Make it so that the people who are passing these policies, the people who are engaging in the destruction of America, get to see it firsthand. Have it hit home. These are the kind of things that, quite frankly, create policy. These are the kind of things that can create change when it actually comes home to roost. People don't care about high gas prices until they're their high gas prices. People don't care about high inflation until it's their high inflation. And people are sick of being lied to by the media that is put inside of their home every night that they used to be able to trust. And that is why CNN Plus is collapsing. That's right. CNN Plus is imploding and it's a beautiful thing. (laughs) New reporting from this morning, the New York Post says that CNN Plus has drawn fewer than 10,000 daily viewers. Wait, what? So this show, this program, this community that we're building is bigger than CNN Plus? <laughs> this is so beautiful. Oh, chef kiss. Oh, I love it. Chef Boyardee, whip me up a beautiful pasta. Let's go spicy and hot. Let's eat. What does the New York Post have to say? The service's total number of daily viewers has yet to surpass 10,000 according to reports. <laughs> How many people are watching this right now? We got like seven, we got like 7, 8,000 people concurrently watching this. We right now this broadcast is bigger than CNN. <laughs> I love you. I love all of you. Thank you. Come on. Let's get the numbers up. Let's get the numbers up for this show. Share this link with everyone you see. Let's get bigger than CNN Plus on this show while we talk about CNN Plus being unable to attract 10,000 viewers. Fueling speculation that the network's new parent company, Discovery Warner Media, 
could be pushed into slashing costs even as CNN Plus tries to get off the ground. The latest black eye from the left-leaning network comes as a tumultuous year for CNN. Jeff Zucker stepped down after admitting a consequential relationship with an underling, his former lieutenant at the company. It was also... uh, The star anchor Chris Cuomo's year to fall. He was fired for his involvement at advising his brother, who's a crook and a criminal and a scumbag, Andrew Cuomo, and also a predator. The fledgling streaming network has has pushed big names to draw people to the service, including Fox News' anchor Chris Wallace. Well, I don't know who the hell they're talking to. I have never met a single American, and I've met... Many Americans, we travel a lot, we give speeches, we give talks, we go to big events, Turning Point USA, we're doing an event with Dave Rubin for his book in a a couple days. I love meeting people, I love connecting with people. If you ever see me out at the grocery store or gas station, come up, say hi, I want to talk to you. I've never met a single person in America that says, oh, you know what? I love watching Chris Wallace. The yes, that you know what I like? The guy who shut down Donald Trump during the debates when he was trying to talk about Hunter Biden's laptop. Love that guy. I love that guy. The guy that slobbered on air all over Joe Biden's neck, giving him hickeys uh, when he was inaugurated, right? I love that guy. That guy's my favorite guy. Not a single person has ever told me that. I have not met a single Chris Wallace fan ever. And I don't know, how many people do we meet every year? We do a lot of public events. We meet hundreds of thousands of people, I think, potentially every single year. And I read a lot of the comments. Not a single person commenting has ever said, I love Chris Wallace. You know what? I would watch a network and give them my money in order to see Chris Wallace 24 hours a day. Just make the Truman Show. Just make a Truman Show of Chris Wallace, day and night, sitting there, doing whatever Chris Wallace does at home, right? Puffing his puffing his hair up, Um you know, like getting a splinter and crying in his kitchen in his $5 million mansion in Georgetown. No one wants to watch Chris Wallace. This was such a dumb move. Nobody, nobody wanted to watch Chris Wallace. The sources say that Chris Wallace was not taking the failed launch well, according to John Nicosia. John Nicosia, somebody who has some pretty interesting inside sources in CNN. John Cozia says that Chris Wallace is having daily meltdowns over the failed launch. <laughs> it doesn't get any better than that. According to the reporting by CNBC, CNN, for their 10,000 viewers a day, has poured over $250 million into CNN+. Plus. million! They could have bought an NFL team. You could have bought an island, probably. You could have paid the entire national debt or GDP of, I don't know, some country on the Ivory Coast. uh, What? Why? Why are we winning and they're failing? Because of this. Because we know how to do content, all right? We listen to our audience. We accept criticism. We read the comments. We cover things that you want to hear about. We engage and interact and try really, really hard. We do a free show. We don't charge anyone for this show. We do a free show every day to bring you facts and entertain you and listen to you because you are the ones who are going to save America. We are your 
mouthpiece. You wanted us to cover more of the American truckers, so we did segments for three straight days on the American truckers and turned our all of our social media towards the American truckers. You let us know in the comments, and we said, aye, aye. That's what social media is. That's what real media is, is understanding who your audience is and being authentic with them. There's nothing authentic about CNN Plus. There's nothing authentic about any of these corporate suits who live up inside of their bubble, who sit there and like with their fancy Brooks Brothers. I don't know. What's what's a fancy suit? I wear a t-shirt every day. I don't even know what a fancy suit would be. But they drive cars. They have beach houses. They all come from the same little bubble world. They've never had to work for anything in their lives. They never created anything. They have no audience. They have no followers. You have no audience. None of you people have audiences. You think that the CNN, you somehow have a right. People have a, an obligation to watch you. You know what? They don't actually. You've never had to work harder to get a view online. And it's why we're so appreciative of you, our audience here. You've never had to work or produce harder in order to get an audience. And an audience is a precious thing. And you mustn't betray it. And you mustn't treat it like garbage or worse yet, I think in CNN's case, treat it as though you owe them the view. You owe CNN nothing. Airports canceled their deal with CNN because people were complaining. Did you know this? It's disgusting. People had to go to the airport and were force fed CNN like they were in Guantanamo Bay. No, people are sick of it. We owe them nothing. And by the multi-millions, people are moving into independent media and out of corporate media because they're sick of being in that abusive relationship. CNN has the audacity to charge people $5.99 a month to watch who? Human Potato Hybrid? Brian Stelter? To watch Jameel Hill? The person who was like totally in favor of protesting the national anthem? Attacked Donald Trump, whatever, blah, 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 calls Trump a white supremacist. No, I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. This is what you get when you have utterly missed the mark and when you've betrayed your audience and when you think that people are just stupid, mindless sheep who owe it to you to watch. They owe you nothing. And if you actually want to gain an audience and credit with your audience, you start from zero, like we did on this show, zero audience, and you build up people's faith by listening to them and telling them the truth. So that's what we view our responsibility as on this show, by the way. And that's why we do this show for free every single morning. We pour every ounce of our energy, blood, sweat, and tears into this show to go live for free, no paywall every morning to spit the truth so that you know that the world isn't going insane and isn't completely against you because ultimately that's when the dark, that's where the dark thoughts and feelings and ideas come from. And we want to save people from that. We want people to be able to look at their phone every morning and see that the world is not lost and see that their worldview, their values, their opinions are respected and listened to on this show. If this show alone. There are a lot of other wonderful actors out there that do a lot of other, do God's work uh, on this topic. And so we want to support them as well. We do a lot of events with a lot of incredible creators. Please support independent creators. We are working hard to make sure that CNN Plus is attracting almost only 10,000 viewers. (laughs) 
CNN Plus wanted 2 million subscribers by the end of first year operation. They wanted 15 to 18 million by the end of year four. CNN Plus was promoted by a massive marketing blitz and the acquisition of erstwhile stars from rival networks, including Wallace, Chris Wallace, Casey Hunt. Oh, Casey Hunt. Allison Roman and Stanley Tucci. I don't even know who these people are. Who's Stanley Tucci? Who's Allison Roman? I do this for a living, and I don't know who these people are. I'm sorry, I don't. And I've never met a single person who would turn on the TV to watch Chris Wallace. I know a lot of people who would turn off the TV if Chris Wallace came on their television. Anyway, I know I'm going off on a tangent, but I'm very uh, excited this morning. Been a lot of wonderful things happening, and this has lifted my spirit. Breitbart.com says that CNN is tanking after hiring far leftist Jameel Hill and Rex Chapman. Despite the hype, CNN's internet streaming service, CNN Plus, is already tanked in its first month online after hiring left-wing sports commentators Jameel Hill and serial fabulist Rex Chapman. CNN's streaming service launched only two weeks ago to the great fanfare of a marketing blitz is now being reported that the company is already gutting its investment in the service by millions. Even left-wing Axios noted that dramatic cuts are being made in response to low adoption. Former ESPN commentator, hardcore leftist Jameel Hill was thrilled to be back to video after signing a deal with CNN Plus. Hill insisted in March that CNN Plus was perfect fit for her boldness and strength and her and her 10,000, her 1,000 or one viewers. Who knows exactly how low her ratings are. The guarantee is that our show here gets far more viewers than Jameel Hill's show on CNN Plus. And for that, I thank you. The crashing and burning of CNN Plus might also blow, uh, may also be a blow to former NBA player and serial fake news purveyor Rex Chapman, often derided as the king of misinformation. Chapman came to CNN's attention through his Twitter account, which is popular with leftists. He pushes constant stream of fake news, deceptively altered clips, lie-based lefty narratives. And so naturally, CNN thought it was an excellent fit for their news service. (laughs) Well, well, well. Fake news gonna fake. And they're gonna hire all these dolts. I've never even heard of these people. Dolts, dullards, weirdos, freaks, and lib lefty people. Twitter isn't real life. Twitter is not real life. And the faster you learn that, the better your life gonna be. Well, fake news is having its day, and it ain't a good one. The fake news of the whipping incident has now been utterly destroyed, blown up by facts and reality. The Border Patrol agents accused of whipping have been cleared of criminal misconducts, according to the union chief. The whipping hoax happened in September when these Brave agents of the U.S. Border Patrol up against insurmountable numbers of criminal migrants flooding our nation tried to prevent an all-out invasion with the resources that they had. They were accused of whipping because they had reins in their hands, but oddly enough, they don't actually carry whips. And the photographer who took the infamous photos You wouldn't know this from the media hysteria around these photos, but the photographer is sitting there on local news saying, wait a second, I I saw no one whipping anyone. What are you talking about? 
But the facts don't matter. All that matters is the narrative and all that matters is power. And they get power from stoking the fears and the emotions of people. And so they wanted to conjure up the idea that people were being whipped at the border. Let's read the article from The Daily Caller. National Border Patrol Council President Brandon Judd told the Daily Caller News Foundation that the border agents accused of whipping migrants in September were cleared of federal misconduct amid an ongoing investigation. The only reason we know that they're cleared is because the office, the Office of Professional Responsibility, started their investigation and they compelled them to give a statement. You, you, once you compel somebody to give a statement, you can't take criminal action against them. This is the National Border Patrol Council, Brandon Judd. What a title. Brandon Judd, you've seen him on Fox News. You've seen him on Newsmax. He's a great dude and a, a champion for these officers. He says that they have not been charged and that they will be cleared of all responsibility, obviously, because they don't carry whips and because they're doing their job as the law prescribes to them. The incident took place on September 19th when thousands of Haitian migrants showed up to cross the border in Del Rio, Texas. Border agents on horseback were seen in images that quickly began circulating where it was perceived that they were whipping migrants. What took place was debated by reporters on the grounds and experts who appeared to be using their reins to steer their horses and to get the migrants to go back to Mexico as the law prescribes. Judd said that the investigation is now the focus of possible policy violations if they can find any possible vi- uh, policy violations, they could ultimately be terminated, but there's no criminal proceedings. Well, I guess you will take the small blessings. There could be no proceedings at all. The only proceeding that should be brought here is the proceeding of impeachment for first, Secretary Mayorkas, and secondly, for Joseph Robinette Biden. Biden could resign in disgrace ahead of that, and I suppose we'd cheer. That would mean President Kamala Harris, but what can you do? I mean, I don't want someone to destroy the country. I guess we work our way up. But people are resigning, you see. It's not just so far off. This isn't just a crazy stretch of the imagination. The criminal lieutenant governor of New York, Brian Benjamin, resigned yesterday. It was a very heavy news day yesterday. You may have missed this. He has resigned following indictment for corruption charges over campaign donation scheme. This according to the Daily Mail. Lieutenant Governor Brian Benjamin resigned on Tuesday evening following an appearance in the Manhattan Federal Court to face campaign finance fraud charges. His arrest came after the FBI prosecutors and the FBI opened the investigation. It looked at whether Benjamin helped distribute state money to contributors of their projects in part of campaign finance fraud scheme. Wow, that sounds a lot like Hunter Biden. Support my father, support the Biden family, and we'll use our power to make sure that Ukraine gets the prosecutor fired, right? Or doesn't get its billions of dollars. Joe Biden's open and on camera bragging about it. The investigation into Benjamin began after the FBI arrested his fundraiser, Gerald Meingold, for wire fraud in connection to Benjamin's past fundraisings. These people are as crooked as a $3 bill and Washington, D.C. is run like a third world country. All you have to do is like spend a little bit of time in Washington, D.C. to realize that this system of government is so rotted with corruption and it's so big and the bigger that D.C. gets, the more easy the corruption becomes. That's why D.C. and the vast majority of government agencies must be either distributed throughout the country or pushed directly into the Potomac. We don't need half these agencies, and we certainly don't need the bureaucrats and the corruption all around it. We must reduce the size of the federal government. 
And we must reduce the size of the Democrat Party. And it seems like some leftists are in favor of that too, shockingly. Bill Maher, a self-avowed liberal back when liberal meant something. Joe Rogan is a liberal. They're both open-minded. They're in favor of free speech. That's what liberal means. Don't let them abuse the term liberal or lie to you in language. They do enough of that. The term liberal means that I am open to your opinion. A true liberal would say, wait, you're a MAGA supporter? You like Donald Trump? I totally disagree with you, and I'm so fascinated and interested to talk to you. I want to hear your opinions. Why do you like Donald Trump? What's going on with Donald Trump? Hey, tell me more about that. Wow, that's an insane thing you just said about the MAGA movement. Building the wall? That's crazy. Tell me more. That's what a liberal would do, right? A classic liberal, a true liberal, by its definition, is a person who would do that, who would welcome open conversation and open communication and the open capacity for people to talk to each other. The fascistic left, which is who these people are, the communists, Antifa types, they are the people who smash you and who hunt you down in the streets if they don't like what you stand for or what you say. They're the people who melt down at Ben Shapiro's speeches. Uh, They're the people who are losing it when they hear some pronoun they don't like or some person says a biological fact and they have meltdowns. These are fascistic leftists. If you don't agree with everything inside of my brain, then you aren't allowed to speak. That's fascism. Well, Bill Maher and Joe Rogan have had enough of it and they are saying that the left is goofy and that Dems are going to get their asses kicked in November. The clip is just beautiful. Listen to these guys go. That's sort of what it is. Some people lean a little more to the left, a little more to the right. Sometimes it's issue by issue. But just, you know, I'm always saying to the Democrats, just don't be the party of no common sense. And you will be surprised at how much amazing (laughs) success you will have as opposed to what's going to have happen, which is they're going to get their ass kicked in November. Well, people like you are very important to people like me because you represent what means what it means to me to be liberal, what it means to me to be left wing, because you're just a normal person who cares about people's rights and wants a certain amount of freedom and wants the people to get along and work things out amicably. Right. But. The polarization in this country has made it so that people like you are rare. It's weird. It's like that's what I used to think of when I thought of the left. I thought of like professors and, you know, intellectuals and these these people that would sit down and work through things with the understanding that free speech is like one of the most important aspects of communication possible. And communication is everything. Communication is how we work things out. Such a great point by Bill Maher. Have you changed? You've gotten more conservative, they say, as they slam the Overton window as hard as they can to the left, extremist, fascist, communist side. They're jamming down so much change so quickly, and they're overstepping, and everyone knows it. Bill Maher says, five years ago, no one was talking about abolishing the police. There was no talk about pregnant men. I mean, looting is still illegal. So have I changed? No, because if somebody said 20 years ago, I'm not sure looting is a bad thing, I would have opposed it them. I haven't changed. Bill Maher says the Democrats have lost their common sense, and he's surprised how low they will go. As 
as opposed to what's going to happen, which is they're going to get their asses kicked in November, Bill Maher said, and Joe Rogan agreed. Because everybody who sees this type of open and egregious criminality and destruction of our beautiful nation is finally going to say stop. You know what it ends? It ends when we all say it ends. It ends when we all stand up and say, nope, nope, we're done. We're going to start busting the migrants to D.C., We're not going to allow lockdowns. We're not going to allow government mandates. We're going to effectually shrink and crumble the size of government into a controlled constitutional element that it was designed to be. And we're going to bring the power back because power doesn't just dissipate in the air. Somebody grabs power. The power goes back to the states as it was designed in federalism. We're going to go about the destruction of the systems that have hurt so many people in this nation and are now being used by a lawless administration who is, I mean, there's no other real way to say it. It's just un-American. It's simply un-American. They're hostile to American virtues. They're hostile to American security. They're hostile to biological facts. They're hostile to your community being safe and preserved. They're hostile, quite frankly, to your liberties and your rights. They admire communist China. They want that kind of a system here. And we are standing in the road to stop them. They are the tank and we are the man in Tiananmen Square standing in front and saying, nope, no more. You're done here. We can make that decision. You want to end mask mandates? Vote Republican. You want to close the border? Vote Republican. Man, you can make the decision yourself. We collectively are the most powerful political force in human history. Middle class Americans who are intelligent, who are able to communicate with each other, who have technology, who have wealth, who have property, who have land, who have the right to speak, kind of, who have the right, depending on which social media platform you're on, who has the right to speak, the right to think, the right to criticize, and we're going to practice all those rights on our show because we were born free men and women, and we intend to stay that way with our priorities straight. God, family, country, in that order. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show.